0: Welcome back to another episode of the Egg Tour Podcast. Uh, today there's only going to be one of us hosting this episode and it's me, Ethan. I'm going to be discussing the newest and the last entry into the DC Extended Universe, The Flash, which was directed by Andy Muschietti and written by Christina Hodson. This movie stars Sasha Kaye, Ezra Miller, Ben Affleck, and most importantly, Michael Keaton. Before we get into it, I kind of want to do a little overview of what I'm going to be discussing today. And that's going to just be a brief rundown of the plots. And I'm also going to be discussing what I enjoyed, both in spoiler-free form and spoilers, as well as kind of do like a little pseudo-mini analysis. I'm going to do my best to not discuss the -the behind-the-scenes stuff that related to this movie for obvious reasons. But yeah, I'm going to get right into it. So The Flash loosely adapts the comic storyline, Flashpoint paradox from the comics and it involves barry allen going back in time to save his mother from being murdered he always has regretted not being able to save his mom and in the movie he finally feels like he can or he understands that he can because of his powers and in doing so barry was altering the past and as you can imagine the future gets altered and in universe the multiversal or i guess time travel explanation for this movie is that if you change one specific event not only does it affect the future from that point on but it also affects events from the past in that point pretty much saying pretty much allowing the DC universe here to kind of do whatever they want which I kind of thought was an interesting way to do time travel in my opinion but again great um so after Barry goes back in time and saves his mom he gets knocked back into reality and he ends up seeing that his mom and dad are both there and alive but the problem is he got booted back into when he was younger so 18 his freshman year of college and he kind of has to teach his younger self how lucky he was to have a mom and it was essentially also a pseudo origin story for barry allen as the flash And from this point on, you kind of see what Barry has to do in order to get back to his correct timeline. He has to form a new team, a new Justice League. And yeah, I'm going to get right into my thoughts of it now. And honestly, I thought this movie was a lot of fun. Um, This movie did infuriate me at the end, but I'll get into that in the spoiler section. For the first two-thirds of the movie, it does a very good job in establishing that this movie is very heartfelt and warm. And the acting done by Ezra Miller in this movie, fantastic. They do a great job in depicting Barry Allen's hurt and struggle and wanting to be there for his mom, but he can't now. Ezra Miller, is this was probably their best performance as the Scarlet Speedster, and it's unfortunate that we will probably not see them again going forward, uh, mostly because of the controversy and as well as the DC Universe reboot. The, the story was very well written, in my opinion, at least for the first two-thirds, and surprisingly for me, Michael Keaton did not outshine Ezra Miller's Flash as much as he was going to. Michael Keaton, it was great to see him return as the Capes Crusader, and it was just honestly fun. I didn't watch his original movies very frequently growing up, but I have seen them, and it was super fun to see him interact with these more modern characters. Um, I thought he was genuinely going to be nostalgia bait and I guess you could argue that he was but he didn't do he did a lot honestly but he didn't outshine our titular character too much. Um, Sasha Kaya's Supergirl she was really great to see her only issue was that she, they did not provide her enough to do in the movie she was great to see and I hope she gets carried over into the DCU direct, or uh, helmed by James Gunn because she was great she was She barely had anything to do in this movie and she was kind of just there. So yeah, that was kind of like my spoiler-free-ish review. Oh, I guess. So the CGI was horrendous in this movie. Uh, Andy Muschietti, the director, did come out the other day and say that it was a creative decision to make the CGI look as smooth and bad as it did. um, Because we were processing information in The Flash's point of view is I think what he said. I think that's very lazy and just flat out say that you just didn't finish the CGI. Uh, The CGI was terrible. It looked like it was a PS2 model rendering. You can argue it's an artistic choice. Tomato-tomato in my opinion. I don't see it as being good nor did it look good. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. I still think it was fun. It was a really great story. Um, From beginning, in terms of the heartfeltness of Barry just wanting to be able to save everybody, specifically his mom, for obvious reasons. And it carried very well through the first and second act. It was very warm. It was very family-oriented. The third act, you see glimpses of it. But then with the way the plot was going, it just got too messy, got too tangled. And that's where, in my opinion, the story fell flat. It was trying to do too much towards the end there. And it really, really, really banked on nostalgia, which I'll get into more in the spoilers. Which I'm probably going to get into now, actually. That's about as much as I can talk about in terms of spoiler-free stuff before I get into what I really want to talk about, the meat and potatoes. Um, So if you have not had the chance to see The Flash yet, this is coming out after opening weekend, so I would understand if you haven't. Uh, You might want to click away. I hope you enjoyed my spoiler-free discussion. If you have more you want to talk about, please send me a message either through social media or text if you know me personally. Um, But I'm going to get into the spoilers now. So if you have not listened just yet, you might want to skip through or just click off the podcast at this point. So I'm going to get into spoilers. And the movie ends with, uh, in the universe, Barry, Barry One, the original Barry Allen figures out that the there are specific points in time that are always meant to happen no matter what you do or change to the timeline. And at this specific moment in the movie, we figure out that Supergirl dying and Michael Keaton's Batman dying are always bound to happen no matter what they do and this universe was doomed to end. However, younger Barry does not want to accept that because he thinks that he can do... He wants, he's, is, is, is innately always wanting to save somebody. He always wants to be able to take care of everybody. And that has always been Barry Allen's core. So younger Barry becomes obsessed with thinking he can find a way to save the universe. To save, for one, his mom, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, as well as Supergirl. But he starts to lose his sanity, more or less, and becomes obsessive. And he tells older Barry... And it's kind of like a crazy dichotomy between the older and younger version. And younger Barry pretty much is saying, You showed up out of nowhere, man. And now you're telling me to stop. I am going to do this because I am the Flash. And in that moment, we see younger Barry becoming this villainous. And he's trying to do everything he can, but he's becoming obsessive about it. But we see older Barry knowing that the only way to save people. To save everybody. The multiverse. The timeline. Is to let this specific universe die. Not only is that hard for him to understand. Because for one. He has to kill the younger version of himself. But he also has to allow his mom to die. And I think that this story does such a very good job. In I think it for me personally. This movie hit very 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 close to home. In terms of. Just letting things be. Um, accepting the fact that you have to be okay with letting things go. And Barry, older Barry, tells younger Barry something that his mom, their mom, said to them. And it was not every problem can be solved, or not every equation has the right answer, or something along those lines. And it's astounding to me how much that hit for me personally, but I think it was a very, very, great way to end the movie in terms of not everything is solvable. Sometimes you have to let things be no matter how hard that might be for you to accept. Meaning we have to let this world die and mom has to die here. She can't survive. Because to Barry Allen, his mom dying is a point in time that has to consistently happen or else the multiverse is done for. So subsequently we older barry does end up saving the timeline younger barry dies to uh the dark flash which is this is going to get confusing younger barry dies to dark flash which is just a version of younger barry that continued going back in time to try and save everybody but and became obsessive and he grew old in doing so Um, so dark flash killed younger flash resulting in both of those versions to die very messy i know but all in all barry allen goes back in time she does a very, very good job in evoking emotion but from Ezra Miller's Barry Allen and also just the scene. It was the music, the the way it was shot, the lighting is it was gut-wrenching to see. And it was very, very, very hard to watch. But man, the way this story tells it, the emotion Ezra Miller has in the scene, I mean it was it was a very very good way to end the movie um that doesn't excuse the fact that the third act was very messy still though um i kind of want to get into that now the the movie does a really good job again in telling this wonderful heartfelt story but damn they they really dc warner brothers discovery warner brothers whoever you want to blame they really jumped on that multiverse bandwagon and they just rode with it and it made this plot so much worse this whole multiverse storyline did not need to be the main plot we could have had this great emotional story from our main character and it just did not I mean it hit obviously as I mentioned but it still was very convoluted and I've seen a lot of reviews just saying that the multiverse aspect of the of the movie was just irrelevant and somewhat annoying yeah it was cool to see certain things come back like the Michael Keaton or Michael Keaton appearance obviously that was super fun but the the CGI cameos in the movie in my opinion were very distasteful they brought back a ton of older versions of superheroes so there was the George Reeves Superman Christopher Reeves Superman both actors have passed away unfortunately and they CGI'd them into the movie was not a fan of that. It becomes a whole controversial aspect of okay, did these guys consent? Most likely not, considering they passed away, stuff like that. It's just it's just hairy. Hollywood needs to stop re re uh, revitalizing or bringing back these uh these actors. Just let them rest. Didn't they didn't look good either. Like the CGI on them was very messy. I just didn't like it. And I think they tried doing too much fan service and it just did not work in my opinion it very it tainted the movie in my opinion but again first two-thirds were great and then it just really fell off at the end there for me i'm not a fan of how they ended that movie but again the story was great it was there's there's glimpses of a really good movie in there. And it's still fun. Like I said, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. It was great to see Ezra Miller really shine as the Scarlet Speedster. But damn, we could have had like that much better. I know I'm being super nitpicky with it, but it was it was something special. And you can definitely see that based on the production, the production of this movie was very, very messy. If you want to look into it, just Google Flash backstory or Flash movie production issues and you'll get a laundry list but I don't want to end this episode on uh, a negative note. I do want to mention some more of the positive things that I liked in the spoilers aspect of the movie. The opening scene was great. We see Barry Allen, Ezra Miller's Flash interact with our Justice League in the current timeline, Ben Affleck's Batman as well as Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. It was a great scene. You get a little Justice League action, just a bit. Uh, ben Affleck had some of the best dialogue in his career as Batman here in this movie. He was great. You could tell he really enjoyed coming back and he wishes he could come back. But again, the DC universe reboot, it doesn't matter too much. I'm really happy we got to see his Batman go out like this because it was very, very genuine and you could see how much he cared for this character my favorite line he had in this movie was the alleyway sequence after he figured out Barry, he as in Barry figured out he could go back in time and Bruce Ben Affleck tells Barry going back in time removes those scars and these scars make us who we are without them. Who are we? And I think that was very, very, very good to hear. And it's, essentially we are who we are because of the events that have led us to this specific point in time and I man this movie just very very personal to me despite the issues I have with it I think I think I will cherish this movie a little bit more than I realized but again a lot of issues that play a great movie that again Justice League sequence in the beginning was great the Michael Keaton action sequences were great Um, I think The way they depict the Flash in this was really good. He was very fun to watch. Very fast, obviously. And it was... I don't know, man. It was just great to see some of my favorite characters come to life. But, yeah. Again, 3.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. If you want to see me kind of shoot the shit on Letterboxd, I kind of just shitpost on my reviews. Make sure to follow my Letterboxd. All of my social media will be linked down below, as well as Victor's. I really hope you guys enjoyed me ramble about a dying universe. If you have anything you want to discuss with me in terms of the DC universe reboot or why creative decisions were made, or if you want to just talk Zack Snyder from the DCEU and specifically his Justice League, please message me. I will talk your ear off on this because that is my like love child. The DCEU is, despite all of its flaws, I love it. So anyways, before I get into another tangent, I really hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. Please give us a review or rate our show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to. And I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Have a good one.